we are live and I am so grateful for uh, my guest today on uh, Behind the Scrubs, the Travel Nurse Experience. Uh, Lindsay and I have known each other for uh, quite some time and she is just an exceptional human being, an exceptional nurse. And, you know, honestly, Lindsay, it really means the world to me to have you on today. And so thank you so much for joining me. And uh, just to give a, a real brief intro, then I'll I'll pass it over to you to, to pick up where I leave off. But Lindsay's been nursing for, I think, almost 15 years. And you've worked in a lot of uh, children's hospitals, level four NICU. Uh, you've worked as a travel nurse uh, for many years. And uh, you're just having an amazing career so far. So uh, thanks again for coming on today, Lindsay. Uh, thanks for having me, Justin. So uh, tell us a little bit more about your uh, your nursing origin story, which I, I know it actually originated in Canada, right? And then you made yeah. the jump to the to the States. So uh, yeah. tell me a little bit more about that. So Canada is where I'm from. My dad's actually American. And so that enabled me to come over here pretty easily. Um, it honestly was never, ever part of the plan. And I feel like that's like, that's totally my origin story is like, go with the flow and just kind of like, see what happens. And it's like a, it's a blessing and a curse in a lot of ways, because I feel like I have just been like, kind of like gung-ho going with like no plan in, in effect and I sort of feel like a little bit lost sometimes but that is like yeah. I feel like that sort of like has what really like made me come into myself and made me come into myself as a traveler and as a nurse and like it kind of started out being this like uneasy part of my soul but it's like kind of really really blossomed into what I think is like been a really amazing career and amazing experience for me um and just taken me to a lot of places that I never really expected so yeah that's amazing and so what like uh go thinking back on that kind of like what inspires you to you know transition from you know working like as a staff nurse like hey I don't I've you know I've heard about this travel thing or maybe you've talked to colleagues that kind of planted that seed for you but what for you like what what truly inspired you to uh, start working as a traveler um, for me, it was a lot of, I heard a lot of nurses that were travel nursing, like older nurses that were mentors to me that they had gone down and traveled at various times. Like, I mean, just like Saudi Arabia, some in the US. Um, and it was like during a particularly long, cold winter that I was like, you know, this really sounds like something that I would be interested in. And like, even from the very beginning, I remember my mom telling me that when I was five years old, we moved to Edmonton, which is where I'm from. Um, and I told her when we moved there, I was like, mom, I'm not going to stay here. Like, I'm going to grow up. I'm going to go to school and I'm out of here. And she was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> and it sort of like, it just always was sort of this part of my soul, this like restless part of my soul that wanted to like go out and explore. And I remember, um, one season I was like I think I was about a year into my nursing career and the choice was either to like put money away buy a place um or to go travel nursing and I just like I can't even tell you the exact moment but just things just kind of fell into place and um like I said just kind of like going with what felt right at the time um that's kind of what led me down here and originally it was temporary um, but it just kind of blossomed and led into all these other things. And 12 years later, I'm still here. So, yeah. yeah. Well, that's awesome. And so did you uh, land in California on your first assignment? I did, actually. Yeah. Um, a really uh, popular route for Canadian nurses is to go through Minnesota. So we'll get licensed in Minnesota. And then um, 
you get licensed by endorsement in California. So I think most people know California is like, you know, the best place to go for pay and the amount of assignments that are out here. It's really just like, it's like a traveler playground out here. It's pretty yeah. amazing. It, it is the top state for travel nursing mm-hmm. like nationwide for the reasons you highlighted, you know, obviously the pay there, there's an abundance of opportunities like that. You know, the, the job market is typically yeah. the strongest and it offers California offers a lot of like true travel destinations or true travel experiences. And like some of the the children's hospitals you've worked at here in California, there's Mm -hmm. a lot of great hospitals in California uh, too. So I'm just curious, I want to back up a second. So like, why is Minnesota the the, kind of the path of least resistance? I honestly, I did did not know just because of proximity or tell me more. I'm not exactly sure. Um, That was, I think it's just one of the easiest states to get licensed through. So like, like every state has requirements. Like for example, um, I got a license in Colorado, New York, and Washington, as well as California. And New York was the most difficult. And mainly because I'm Canadian, um, I had to submit all my transcripts from school. Um, even though I'd been working in the US for like almost almost 10 years at that point, um, I still had to submit all my transcripts. I had to su- like do a bunch of tests. Um, there's just a lot of like paperwork and kind of red tape to go through. So I think because every state is um, governed a little bit differently, it just happens to be that Minnesota is one of the easiest to go through. And I mean, that's just what I, you know, for my first assignment, what I was told and what I've kind of recommended to my friends as well. And um, I have a friend who's in San Francisco right now and he did that same route and it was quite quick. And often I think um, because California is so popular, there's like a backlog at the, um, the board of nursing applications going. So it helps if you already have a license in the U S. Yeah. Got it. That makes sense. And uh, that's good. Good. uh, Good to know. And uh, hopefully someone will will hear that and uh, it'll it'll help them. Now uh, what, so now you're in California, you're working as a traveler. You you've uh, you've done it for, you know, uh, a handful of years, several years. You've worked a lot of different facilities. Like Mm -hmm. what uh, would you say is like the, the biggest difference between working like at a children's hospital level four NICU versus a, a, a non-children's hospital. Yeah. Um, Your area of expertise. Yeah. So being in NICU, like NICU is kind of like its own, its own Island. Like it's so different than every other unit. Like even um, like currently right now I'm working on a pediatric floor and it's, it's like a whole new world compared to NICU. And I think, um, I really like I absolutely love working at children's hospitals like being in pediatrics because everything there is catered to children and like you know children are different they're so different than adults and like especially NICU like they're these tiny tiny little humans and they need different equipment and they have different diagnoses you know we don't see like chronic illness really in NICU we see like acute um, like birth defects or acute um, injury from from delivery so um just being in a hospital that really specializes in kids and really um like caters to that it it makes a world of a difference honestly and i've had some of the most like satisfying assignments and learned the most um at children's hospitals and you know it's just kind of sometimes more of like a cheerful environment too they really like do a lot of extra things to make sure that you know the kids are doing as well as they can despite their illnesses and i really really appreciate that so yeah. Is, is that like kind of like what, what, what led to you choosing to become an, or a NICU nurse or to specializing in it? Oh, you know, again, is there I, a background story? Yeah. 
<laughs> I, it's so funny. And this is going to sound terrible, but I was going through nursing school and I was like, I, I don't know about this. Like these adults, I don't know, man. <laughs> I remember just feeling a little. You don't know if you have to be ba babysitting adults or this. Or yeah, it's just like, you know, rolling over like a 300 pound person and it was just a lot like and so much chronic illness and I felt very um kind of like like frustrated that like you can't do more like I like I want all my patients to leave the hospital and be like healthy yeah. and you know happy but so many of them are just like living with these chronic illnesses or, or don't really make the best choices to for their health and so I think I my last or my last preceptorship I got put in um at like an intermediate care nursery which is kind of like a level two NICU um and I I didn't know anything about it I'd never even had a pediatric rotation at that point other than just labor and delivery and um I just really fell in love with it and I felt like it, it was almost like the satisfaction of seeing this like really tangible growth with your patients like you see this tiny little baby, 500 grams, and you see them, you watch them grow and you watch them be able to thrive and go home on their own and be like healthy, healthy babies. And that was super satisfying to me. And um, I just love being yeah. able to see that. So, Yeah, that's amazing. Well, on that note, like what's uh, something that comes to mind in terms of like, you know, a situation you've been a part of in terms of providing patient care with, you know, one of your patients and families, like one of the most inspiring situations that uh, you were a part of or witnessed uh, that just really like, you know, it's just uh, held that amazing feeling of like, this is why I do what I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, that's a funny question for me, because I feel like, like, it isn't just one story. It's like, all these like, little tiny things that come together and just make it worth it. And like, even something as simple as just at the end of the day, like a parent saying to me, like, thank you for everything. And like, thank you for today. And are you back tomorrow? I really hope you're back tomorrow. Like, just like knowing that you've made a difference in that 12 hours, um, even if you can't exactly like change what's happening with their child or change their diagnosis, like you can be there in that 12 hours and you can make a difference. And um, even just little, like sometimes parents will give me cards or little gifts and like just having, having those things with me is like, it just reminds me that I am like, I am making a difference. I think like every nurse mm -hmm. kind of wants to have that feeling and, um, yeah, it's just all the little moments for me, honestly. Yeah. Got it. Well, that makes total sense. And it's just that you are ha having that, that positive impact on the lives in need and, and the patient's family and then getting, you know, acknowledgement or they're extending gratitude or just the, the little bit of gratitude that uh, goes a long way. And, and honestly, like that makes total sense. And it's like, you know, one of the things like I talk about uh, a lot is just like, I, I knowing like the sacrifices that you make right every day or every shift to, to help patients, your patients and help their families to, to have an impact on their lives. And it's amazing. And, uh, you know, again, just, I want to also acknowledge you for that because uh, <laughs> you. you've always done an exceptional job. So, well, um, <laughs> What like so? Uh, we're st we're still on the travel note, but like, what is like you know one of the most challenging uh, parts of working as a travel nurse from your experience? Yeah, I would say for me, it's been a little bit of a sense of isolation. Um, I, I I think that maybe part of that is just my personality. I'm a little bit um, quieter, a little shy. Like sometimes I just take a minute to get to know people. 
or to feel comfortable. And so just kind of that sense of like, everything's temporary, which is like great, but it's also like, it doesn't, you don't really have a lot to ground yourself in. And especially for me being that I'm not from here, um, I don't have um, family that I can like quickly go home to and um, just kind of like reset with. I have always felt like a little bit unsettled, but um, I mean, it's a small, honestly, a small part to play. And it is a lot of your mindset and how you kind of look at it and how you see your situation. And so that's just something I've kind of had to learn as I go. Got it. Okay. Um, so I, this just made me think of kind of like one of our, you know, our prior conversations that coming on today is like, you know, you've obviously, uh, you, you know, you've, you've, you've battled a lot of adversity, uh, you know, and we've, we've, uh, uh, you know, as kind of a country have been battling a lot of adversity with this pandemic. So can you kind of just talk about like what your, your mindset has been like, uh, this year in this crazy year of 2020? Yeah. Um, it's been a work in progress. Um, I kind of feel like at the beginning, it was a lot of chaos, you know, like no one really quite knew what we were doing. Even at the hospital, it was like changing policy and procedure every few hours. Like we would get yeah. updates with, oh, we're actually doing this now instead of this. And a lot of fear, like I think people just felt like it was literally like coronavirus everywhere. Like the whole air was just filled with it and we were kind of freaking out a little um, but I think as time has gone on, um, I've really been just trying to be patient and be present and take each day as it comes. Um, really like, I feel like it's been a good opportunity for us to just kind of like slow down, um, yeah. and reset. And, you know, for me personally, like mental health is like a huge component of uh overall health and i think that i've had a lot of opportunity to kind of to work on my own and to hopefully like like help other people in that respect as well like a lot of my patients come in really afraid of it um and i can kind of just sit down with them and break it down and like you know teach them all those basics of hand hygiene and how to protect themselves and how to protect their families and um so i think you know, my mindset has always just been to try to like slow down and make sure that my head's in a healthy place, yeah. make sure I'm exercising, eating well, sleeping well, dealing with stress. Um, so, you know, it's been like frustrating, but also like, I think a really cool opportunity to, to really focus on those things and have them become more a part of my normal life. So. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. And yeah, I mean, mental health, I mean, it's kind of uh, stating the obvious is like super important, right? And that's honestly a conversation that uh, I think there's a good conversation that's happening out there, but still we can have uh, more discussion on that. And really just, you know, it starts with, you know, kind of the one-on-one -on -one and, you know, deploying empathy and, you know, seeing where, so understanding where someone's coming from, what, what, what they need help with and, you know, supporting them. And um, especially, I, I would imagine, you know, when you're, you're dealing with your patients that are maybe, you know, scared because the, of what's going on or because, you know, uh, their family member is sick, et cetera. But mm -hmm. um, what, like, what would you suggest, I guess, from your own experience or just what you've seen in terms of like, you know, what is, you know, one of the things that helps you um, in terms of like improving your mental health? Hmm. Yeah, I think, um, for me, definitely exercise. I've been really like, I've been doing yoga or some form of exercise at least every day if I can. Um, I'm lucky I have a nice little patio out back and I'm in California. So um, the weather really helps. Um, the other thing I have to be super intentional about like speaking to another human every single day. 
<laughs> like, I know that sounds so silly, but like when I'm off of work, like you can just kind of like you just are on your phone, you're texting, or you just are completely in your own little world, um, not seeing anybody else. And I think that that just helps me kind of get out of my head and become more present um, and just in interacting with other people. And um, I have, yeah, I've been a lot more intentional about that. Um, another thing I've been doing is a lot of like meditation and prayer. Um, I think, I know this sounds cliche, but it's like, if, if I can approach like every or every experience in my life with gratitude, even if it's not like something that I want, that is like, it's just, it's a game changer. And like, I know this is all over the place, but I'm telling you, like, it's it. incredible. Like, there's such a huge shift. Like, I can tell you, like, I have felt depressed. I felt um, so down. Like, these last couple months, there's been moments where I'm just like, sucks. Like, it couldn't be any worse. But like, the minute I decide to change my attitude, I can see so many, like, beautiful and like good things coming out of it and so many opportunities and like just focusing on that has been like huge for me so one thousand percent yeah i love everything about that i two things i want to kind of touch on that you brought up there first going back to a meditating so like that's something for me personally like i started doing back in january um and like i'd never done it and i just use like a app uh the calm app i don't know if you're familiar yeah. with the calm app and, and like, so I do 10 minutes, you know, every morning I added that to my morning routine and like, it is like, it's crazy. Like I never thought I would meditate, but like, dude, I love doing it. And it's so helpful. Like, and you know, from like just the kind of the stopping and learning how to like mentally block everything out. There's so yeah. much noise. There's so much chaos in the digital world that we live in or because of, you know, everything, mm -hmm. social media, online, et cetera. And, but it's like that has been just a huge positive for me personally. Like, you know, and I, and I share that with, you know, people and like that I've added that it's been a, you know, positive impact. Uh, so I love hearing that. And I would definitely uh, kind of echo your, your statement in terms of like meditating can definitely help you for, you know, uh, anyone that's listening, frankly, uh, give it a shot. Don't, don't, don't be scared. It, it, it probably will, yeah. uh, will help you out. Um, yeah. There's no like right or wrong way to do it. It's just about trying and it's about like yeah. stopping and slowing down and like, um, yeah, it, it, I think it builds so much resilience in people and especially as nurses, like we get a lot of things um, thrown on us every day. A lot of like kind of negative energy, um, a lot of chaos, a lot of stress, and like you have to be able to protect yourself when you're in those situations. And I think meditation just really like helps you build up that strength and that resilience. And yeah, it's totally the mental fortitude and the yeah. uh, the ability to to well for me it's very helpful. Like it's the focusing too aspect of it of being focusing on being in the moment in the present. Yeah. You know? I think that's a, that's a big one for me. Um, and so gratitude, uh, you brought it up, you served that one up. Now, <laughs> no pun intended, I'm so grateful that you did. Because <laughs> just that's something, I mean, I just believe in so strongly. And like, you know, I, I don't really know when, like in, you know, years, you know, ago, like that I like really got focused, turned on to gratitude. I mean, it was relatively recent, like uh, where it's become like literally a habit every day for me. But uh, it's just, it, it is such a game changer in life personally professionally to, to focus on gratitude and maybe have a, a ritual like 
in the morning where you think of three things you're grateful for at the end of the day, the end, before you go to sleep at night to like think of three things or maybe it's 10 things. Um, but to, you know, have that kind of attitude of gratitude, um, yeah. but you know, is also finding opportunities in your relationships, right? Your personal relationships, your professional relationships to extend people gratitude because it, it's going to be a, like a happiness game changer for you. And then you're also going to be like injecting positive energy into mm-hmm. your community, into your world out there, right? Yeah. Or anyone that you come across. And uh, I, it definitely back to men- mental health is like, it's as a key component in being happy, right? If you're grateful, it's, it's if you literally think about so, something you're grateful for right now, it's going to be very difficult to be upset about something or sad about something, right? If exactly. you're focusing on that. So uh, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean it's always easy, of course, but you know, no. sort of one day at a time. And, you know, especially yeah. like this, you know, for this year with everything that's going on in our world is like, hey, you know, try to try to show up every day with, you know, gratitude and you'll probably have mm-hmm. a little bit better a day, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I really feel like the other thing that's been so helpful for me in practicing with that is that it takes the focus kind of off of me and like, what can I get out of this situation? And like, you know, sometimes I'm at work and it's literally the last place I want to be, but I can think, okay, just stop. And like, what can you do to make, to give today? And what can you do to make this person's day better? Don't think about how miserable you are or how stressed you are, how tired you are. Like, just think about what you can do to give. And when I focus on that, it doesn't, like my problems kind of fade away, you know, everyone has, has their own issues and their own things going on. But it's just really like, if you can kind of step outside of that and like, look around you and look at what's going on. Like, I think that, um, number one, it like makes you happier, but it's also, you're giving to other people. And like, I mean, there's no better gift in the world, I think. Yeah. And that, no, I, I agree. And uh, I did too. It's like when you are giving, like then that does make you feel better. So there in turn, it does make you happier. Right. And, and uh, that, again, that's another thing is like, just the, the more you can give more than you take, you're probably going to be enjoying, you know, where you're at in life or what you're doing when, when the ratio yeah. is disproportionate towards giving versus like, well, what, what am I going to benefit from this? What can I take away? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, well, uh, I must acknowledge you again. Uh, just, I just love everything about, you know, where this conversation is going. Um, I, I, I knew it would be exceptional, but, uh, I, I just appreciate, you know, really what you believe in and what you value being authentic too, and, you know, just sharing your vulnerability mm-hmm. of, you know, kind of where you're at personally and, you know, professionally. So, um, one other thing I, I just real quickly, I wanted, cause I was thinking about it cause you had mentioned this, uh, when we, when we chatted prior to jumping on, uh, was about, how which was unique like with your specialty in the pandemic that it's been it has been slower because you point out like for example like there's a lot less premature births because basically moms are at home right on bed rest Mm -hmm. because of the quarantine uh which i thought was very fascinating which makes total sense but just just curious kind of to you know tell tell me more about that and just like how you know you know it's been in terms of it being slow is it starting to pick back up for you Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I don't know if that's like a, I've just read like a art, small article about that. So like, I don't know if this is like an ongoing thing, but just that like, you know, they've kind of noticed a decrease in premature birth, which is super cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, previously there's a lot, like, there's a lot of unknowns with why babies are born prematurely. Um, but I think we can kind of probably all agree, like stress doesn't help. Um, so 
that's been super interesting to see. Um, in terms of like, so right now I'm working in general pediatrics and I think things were definitely slower at the beginning of all this, but it was mainly because people weren't coming in for those elective procedures anymore. So, um, I mean, obviously babies were still being born and like, so the NICU was still kind of like sailing along at a pretty normal rate. Um, but ever since we kind of started opening things back up in June and started doing more procedures and things like that, like it's been pretty busy everywhere. Um, we've also been able to like ramp up our testing. So, um, we, we actually ran out of rapid tests this last week at the hospital. So they're saving them only for very like emergent cases. Um, but I was noticing that, you know, a lot of people were starting to come in, get stuff done that they'd been putting off. So it was almost like we were busier than before. Um, I haven't been in the NICU for a while, but I know that they've been a little bit busy lately. So things are kind of starting to like settle back out to this like more normal busy at the hospital. Nor normalize a little bit. Yeah. The word, the word normal is kind of fascinating in its own right. But 2020, I don't really know what normal is. I don't know what the new normal is going to be like, but some, some resemblance of normal always sounds good. Uh, okay, awesome. Well, so um, so what's next for you? Uh, you, you are uh, crushing life. You're crushing your nursing career. Um, you've, you've been uh, doing a lot of amazing things. So like, what's next for you? Well, actually, some pretty exciting stuff. Um, the like kind of middle of last year, I decided that I was going to do my master's in public health. Um, I've been like looking at going back to school for years and years and years. I think a lot of nurses, we, we kind of get like, you know, a little burnt out at the bedside. So we're like, oh, I'm going to go back to school. But I really wanted to be intentional about what I was going to study. Um, so I'm doing that through the London School of Hygiene in the UK. Um, it's going to be distance learning, of course, um, with the pandemic. But I'm super excited about that. I totally have a passion for global health and for travel. And um, I've been doing some overseas teaching the last couple of years um, through an institute called Global Engagement Institute. Um, so that's kind of like what led me down this path. So I'm super excited about that. And then um, I actually um, just resigned from my bedside job on Saturday and I'm gonna be heading into a full-time um, sales role with um, a company that I was working per diem for. So um, still like patient care involved. Um, it's kind of more related to um, home infusion type stuff. Um, so I'm actually super excited about that. I was very like hesitant to try it out initially because it's, you know, Monday to Friday and us nurses, we love our four days off. So I was like, I don't know about this, but <laughs> I, we like love to take our holidays without actually needing to take vacation. So right. Um, this will definitely be a huge shift for me, but I think that like, like uh, since I've been spending so much time really just trying to like, you know, figure out what I want to do with the next steps of my life, like, and the pandemic's given me a little bit of time to do that. I really just felt like this was what I needed to do. Like my, my soul was like headed that way. And I was I, like, I know that nurses talk about burnout a lot, but I can, like, I was burnt out and sure. to a certain degree, I still am a little bit, but I, I think that, um, that's okay to be at that point. It, it, like, it's just about listening to yourself and about, you know, opening your eyes and looking at what's around you and looking at 
what changes you need to make in order to um, to change that feeling for yourself. Um, so yeah, I'm a little like sad to leave bedside, but I'm also like, you know, excited to try something new and to see like, you know, what my nursing career um, can do and what I can do moving forward in a way that maybe I never thought of before. So yeah, yeah I'm super excited. and. But that is very exciting. So um, I, I can't I can't wait to just kind of cheer you on from the sidelines and see everything that you do. But I, I want to ask you kind of going back to where you started with uh, that is like in terms of like, you know, traveling uh, across the world and, you know, either you know, whether it's providing patient care or, or teaching like students, like what what is that experience like or what has it been like for you when you've done uh, I love it. It's like so much of a like it's just, I just love traveling in so many ways. Like I feel like, um, that idea of being able to like be somewhere and be totally present with what you're doing. Like I always get that feeling when I travel and, um, when I'm able to go to other places and teach, like I end up learning so much from my students as well. Like I feel like it's such a gift for me. And, um, like I, so the last two places I went was Kenya and Rwanda and I loved like just absolutely loved being there and like seeing how, you know, how their hospitals work and how their healthcare works and how they work with what they have. And it just makes you so grateful to be able to like teach them something that they can use moving forward and that they can teach their colleagues about. Like, I just absolutely loved it. It's like totally fills my soul. And I, it's so funny because I always feel like I love doing all the things that I will never get paid for, but <laughs> isn't that the case so um yeah honestly it's been amazing for me and I think um just kind of getting out of your normal routine is really really important and helps you kind of be grateful for what you have and um kind of more appreciative of all the opportunities that you have where you are especially here we have so many opportunities here so Sure. Well, I have to ask you, so like as you're transitioning through this current phase, right, where you're, you're kind of pivoting uh, with your your day to day job and then you're going to go back to, to school. Uh, so where are you going to travel to next? Like in terms of like what country is like on your your, your number one uh, hit list or priority list in terms of where you want to go next? Like everywhere that I haven't yeah. been. <laughs> OK, well, tell okay. me more about that. I. So I was actually supposed to be in Europe um, like last week. I was supposed to be there for two weeks. Um, I think for me, I, I want to be somewhere like either maybe Iceland or um, there's a hike that I really want to do in, um, it's called Mount Blanc and it's in Chamonix, France. I might have said that wrong, I apologize, but it goes through um, France, Italy and Switzerland. And just, I feel like I really would like love to just be somewhere out in nature um, and just enjoying the natural beauty that's out there. And then my other place, probably like the Mediterranean, I would love to, I just like love the pace of life there and the, you know, the wine and the tapas culture and the dinner at 10 p.m. Like just love that. And I love the simplicity. And I think, yeah, that's like a huge thing for me that I've learned lately is that I, love and create simplicity so yeah awesome awesome well thank you for sharing uh, so uh the last uh, i guess two things that i wanted to, to ask you about why i have you um is so this one uh, might be a, a little bit of a difficult question so no worries but 
Uh, what is one question that you wish more people would ask you? Oh, that is such a good question, Justin. Oh my goodness. Um, very difficult, I know, but it is very difficult. It doesn't have, it, it could be, a, I guess, to clarify, it doesn't have to be nursing related, obviously, or travel related. It, just it, like a general, it, general, or about to, yeah. Um, oh my gosh, I really like feel we can, like I'm we can save this question. for the, the, the response for the next time you're on when you come back into the to the studio to be out again. Yeah, I want to give you such a good answer, but I feel like, I think that if more people, I know this, I don't imagine people walking up to me and saying like, how can I serve you today? But something of that nature. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like how can I make you smile today? Or how can I make yeah. your day better? Like, yeah. cause I, that's sort of the thing that I'm always trying to get at with people without asking them that question. Cause it's kind of like weird for somebody to like come up to you and say that, but I think something that's a, per that's a perfect question or that's the perfect response. So, <laughs> so now, so, so how can I make you smile today? How, how yeah. can I support you? Now I'm asking you, what can I do? Oh, you've already done it. You've said all these amazing things about me. And I just, it really, honestly, it, like that, it, I'm so appreciative of hearing those things. I think like, like I, I doubt myself quite often as a nurse and am I good enough? And am I doing okay? Am I doing enough for my patients? Am I smart enough? Am I all these things? And I, like, thank you for telling me that like I'm amazing and that I'm these things it's it's just not something you hear a lot and I it honestly really like meant a lot to me and I I really really well, appreciate that well it, it, it's my pleasure and you know full full transparency is like I I only speak my truth so you know um and I honestly too like it's just like you know I want obviously to acknowledge you and everything that you do and because of what you do and you know you know how hard uh, you know, your, your job is your career, um, everything that you kind of deal with. It is difficult. And I honestly, like I can deploy empathy, but I can't even appreciate that because I'm not a nurse myself. Right. But I get to live vicariously through you and, you know, a lot of the other great clinicians that I I've had the, you know, fortune to, to know and interact with over the years, but, um, it's an absolute pleasure to acknowledge you for that. So, um, you too. Last, <laughs> thank you. Last question. Um, so bringing this back to travel nursing. So like, what like what is your definition of a successful 13 week contract mm, i would say that it is first of all somewhere where somewhere i've never been and somewhere where i can really like just kind of engage with the local people engage with um like people who are from there um so it would include a lot of exploring on my days off um when I'm at the hospital, it would be that feeling that you have brought something new to the table, maybe. Um, maybe you've been able to help them change something that they need a little bit of help with, um, that you've added something of your, you've brought some of your experience with you and improved their experience. Um, honestly, like I've made some of my closest friends in the world are all travel nurses. And so, you know, meeting someone that you really jive with, that you connect with, um, just starting new relationships like that's successful to me and um of course like there's so much to learn in nursing every single day and i think that like 
if you can leave somewhere feeling like you've learned something that you have a little few extra skills in your pocket to take on your next assignment that's success yeah well that's amazing well well thank you and uh again i i want to i guess end where i started with uh gratitude you know in terms of like you know i just appreciate you really taking the time to out of your your day to, to come on here and chat with me and and uh, I'm excited to obviously provide value to our community, the, the travel nurse community through, you know, uh, a podcast or through content online. You know, a lot of people consume, consume content online this, this day and age. But uh, just again, want to thank you and acknowledge you again for everything that you, you, you. do, and just for who you are. You're just, ever, since I've known you, you're just an amazing person. So uh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it.